So what do, do you have a, I, an opinion on this? Uh, I, I do, and it's probably the wrong one. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 185 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the warrant officer of writing instruments, wallet cards, women's wovens, and winter jackets... <laughs> It's like my titles get longer. The one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how are you doing? I or how am, the hell are you? I think uh, I have to say that, right? Yeah, how the hell are you? I think we are uh, contractually obligated for you to say that. Um, no, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm sure you are getting ready for the big week in Vegas, so I'm looking forward to that. That's always a, a stressful time trying to wrap everything up. I know you know that. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, bud? Doing great, like you kind of... Um, Jettisoning myself, jettisoning. <laughs> That's a great word. Yeah, propelling myself into the new year, getting ready for PPAI Expo, kind of last minute things, heading out uh, to get our booth ready, and really excited about that. But Kirby, mm-hmm. I bet you know there's something else I'm super excited about right now. But what is that, Bill? Kirby, thank you so much for knowing to ask. That would be our good pals over at CommonSkew. Nice. That's right. You know, CommonSkew is designed to be built, was designed and built by distributors for distributors. Means they understand the promotional products industry and the challenges the modern distributor faces, Kirby. You know, there's so many features on the CommonSkew platform, and I love to just kind of pick one here. Mm-hmm. The one I love the most is it's always challenging to keep your clients in the loop on things, but they have those project portals that allow your clients to see every single thing that's going on in a project all in one place. And each portal, as you know, Kirby, has a history of your project communications, whether it's emails, presentation comments, whatever it may be, and it gives your clients order status visibility. It does. It does. And what's interesting is so many times you can um, goose your clients, for lack of a better term, with that portal because you can say, look, it's not um, it's not uh, been approved yet. And they can see that for themselves. I think, right. you know, when they can see it for themselves or when they check in on their own order and they go, oh, my gosh, I haven't approved the proof. Yeah. That's where I've seen like very specific action being taken. And that's so powerful. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, from idea, uh, from ideation to invoicing, CommonSkew really keeps your team connected at all stages of the workflow. And we've said it before, I'm going to say it again clearly, great people there care about the growth of your business. So if you want to learn more, go to CommonSkew.com slash unscripted. I don't think you'll regret it if you do. I don't think you'll regret it as well. It's All right, Kirby, are you prepared to record at a dry air level today? <laughs> I think that's totally appropriate. Uh, dry air is exactly right. Exactly All right. right. Well, Kirby, I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm going to start. This That means I'm starting off the topic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Online 18 came out yesterday from the one and only Dale Denham. Yes. And uh, you were on the list. I was on the list. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we uh, – great. It's something I've, I look forward to every year. And honestly, I'm very honored that it's uh, on Promo Corner yes. uh, this year. So just want to go over a couple quick things here. Um, let's start at the, the the back end here. Kathy Chang, who I really, really like. Mm. I don't know if you know her. She's I do. fantastic. Okay, I thought you did know her. Dana Zezzo on the list. 
Meg Erber, uh, Jay Buscelli, Brittany David, Paul Bellantone, Tim Andrews and ASI, uh, Vin Driscoll, who runs yeah. the uh, – the Twitter feed for ASI, Charles Dugan for Car Pen Karaoke. Um, sometimes a painful watch, always a painful watch. Uh, Angela Morris, Carrie Cowden, who hosts the uh, Promo Cares uh, radio podcast. Mark Graham, Comments Q Team, coming in at number eight. Kirby Hossaman, that's you, coming in at number seven. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. Brittany Godsey, who's completely killing it on Instagram from Gold Bond at number six. John Norris. From Starline number five, I came in at number four. I have lost my number one ranking, Kirby. I have <laughs> dropped to number four, but I'm honored to have done so. It I happens think it's, to the best. Of us. Well, I think it's because I'm not bitching about pumpkin spice anymore. <laughs> yeah, they love that. Uh, number three, Danny Rosen. Yes. Number two, Charity Gibson. Great charity there. Mm-hmm. And then number one, which I love, he's not been on the list before. Yeah. And came in, you know, I don't, I, I'm hoping it's not a flock of seagulls type situation where he has one hit wonder like with Iran. Um, and, but I hope he stays. Nick Latour from Imagine Brands, who has this whole Monday thing going. And if you haven't seen the videos, I know you have Kirby. Yeah. He does a, a picture or a video every Monday because he loves Mondays and then does a product feature every Monday. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations to everyone on the Online 18. I wanted to ask you what your thought was when you saw the list, number yeah. one. And then are there some people who might we might have missed? And I have a list, so I can start off with that if you'd like. Well, I'll give you my initial thought, then we'll go to your list. Is that okay? Sure. Uh, yep. so, so my initial thought really has to do with Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. I met Nick at Expo East. Yep. Um, I think it was actually Brandon who uh, I think you were at our booth yes. when you met him. And uh, so at any rate, it was a uh, – I was so tickled – and it was, what's interesting to me is I'm actually talking about him in my session at Vegas mm-hmm. as a person who's built a personal brand. Right. And, you know, I think it's a perfect example of where we talk about, man, that guy or gal came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I have a graphic in my presentation where I talk about 70 Mondays in a row. And they were pictures. He's evolved it to videos that are, mm-hmm. are quite frankly, really fun yep. and super creative. But it just started with a very simple picture of him sort of looking off into the distance, yep. going into Monday-like. And what's, I think, important about it is that he showed up every single week. I think that's yep. something that we, not you and I, but we as a culture undervalue. It's like, yeah. you know, well, nothing happened that first time. Nothing happened that second time. 70 Mondays in a row he showed up, and it's been more than that now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he, quote, unquote, is an overnight success. He and, catches fire, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and so and, and part of that showing up every week is sort of building your foundation. Part of it is growing your muscles and getting more creative. Part of it is, you yeah. know what I mean, it just – so many times when it comes to content and social, and you know this, it just takes time. And I absolutely love that he sort of debuted on the list at number one, and I look forward to it now. Uh, yeah. What is he going to do this week? My my personal favorite was he did a, um, a deal where he um, had clearly jumped into a lake, but he reversed the video yeah, so it looked I like it was one, coming yeah. out of the lake into Monday. Um, and so my, that was probably, and there, were, like, as you mentioned, there's a bunch of people on that list who I admire and I respect, um, and and I love when Dale does it. 
it makes yeah. like literally the moment that the online 18 comes out i stop in my tracks to see what i see what's uh, on that list yeah. dale does a great and exhaustive job so he, he does. that was my initial take and i'd love to hear who you yeah, think might so, also be on the list yeah so same thing um dale had actually approached me and said hey would you like to publish the online 18 because i had expressed interest in that Duh. a year or two ago and i said absolutely <laughs> and so he was very gracious and and proud to have it on promo corner and and you know, I share that because it's not a conflict of interest. I have nothing to do with the list right. um, at all. I just get get it from Dale and, and you know Post. make a few few tiny edits um, and then put it on. So it's all Dale, and he does a, an exhaustive job. That's a great word. He does an exhaustive job, and he does it with care. Right. Um, again, we say this every year. Uh, Dale feels like he shouldn't. Anybody who creates a list shouldn't be on said list. Mm. I understand his perspective, but I think Dale uh, should be on that list. Um, certainly not higher than me or you, but <laughs> on the list. Um, but I did think, okay, because I know, you know, it's one of those things, you create a list and it's got a, a, a finite number, 18. Right. So there's always people who maybe should be considered for that list. And so I thought that'd be interesting. So here's a couple ones. And, and Dale's asked for this. Who have I missed? Right. So a couple people who popped into my head as maybe potential misses. Right. Roger Burnett. Mm. Um, from uh, Social Good Promotions. I, yeah. I think that's a potential miss there. Okay. Um, I think Roger has been uh, very uh, consistent with his So You're in Sales podcast, and he does a lot of social good posting in terms of not just promoting his business, but promoting social good in, in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, maybe Shannon Laredo, perhaps. Mm, yeah, um, actually, I did and, think of her this morning. That's a good and one. I thought maybe Brandon Petrich, even, mm. because of what he does with Promo Every Day and, and some of the other things. So just some, some ones of potential possible misses but you never know again you're always going to have people who are left off yeah of course. Uh, i thought the list was great and uh it's always good conversation yeah and lists you know we, we talk about this every time any industry list comes out i absolutely love them yeah. um but brandon petrich was the one that popped into my head immediately um yeah. he has developed a certainly a personal brand but he's again He's the model of consistency. Um, I know that um, that's something that you guys at Promo Corner work on. Um, the other one, and I'm, you know, obviously Kenny Ved, Charles Dugan, yep. that's one that uh, Amelia, I think, is developing. Um, not that mm-hmm. it, the whole list should be Promo Corner, but I think uh, Amelia Model is, is doing a great job with her new uh, content. And then the whole crew at Raining Rose. Yep. Um, that one, and, and I, like, I started to write, you know, make one name, but I'm like, I actually like, as a group, I think that group um, mm-hmm. not only creates some content, but I, they do as good a job as an organization as yeah. in, of engaging, you know, well, like sharing and curating and, and commenting as right. anybody. So those well, are the ones that pop up. And that's mind. something Dale said he's really kind of starting to focus on a little bit, mm-hmm. um, the organization. So ASI was mentioned as an yeah. organization, so it was common skew. And so I think he said next year he's going to put companies in there. Yeah. Um, so, like, number six might be just common skew, yeah. uh, for example. So, yeah. good stuff. All right, Kirby, do you have a topic you'd like to regale us with at sure. this time? Sure. So, um, again, this is the time. We are all getting ready mm-hmm. uh, to head to PPA Expo. Not all, but a big portion of the listening audience. Yep. And, uh, actually, I got an email from John Anderson, who is a, a normal mm-hmm. listener, and he's not going to make it. So, he's like, one of the ways he's going to follow is through unscripted, he mentioned, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is amazing. That's awesome. Uh, um so that we can get rid of that FOMO. Um, but Vegas is here, or it's almost here. So I, I, what are sort of a few of your must-dos? What mm-hmm. are the things that you're looking forward to? And mm-hmm. I think the question everybody's asking is how yep. many suitcases are you taking? 
Kirby, excellent question. <laughs> Thank you so much for knowing to ask. Um, so I actually had this as a topic, so this is good. So must-dos during Expo. Um, uh, I, there's always must-dos. I'm getting, though, to the point where I almost have Vegas exhaustion. Oh, for Even sure. going into Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, there's a couple things I, I really like to do is I always try to find time for myself. That's a very difficult thing to do now that um, I'm, I'm managing a booth as a distributor. I could kind of come and go as I pleased. Right. I don't get to do that nearly as much anymore. So I always try to find some time for myself every single day. And uh, I must, you know, another must do for me, Kirby, mm-hmm. ghosting. I am <laughs> yes. the master at at the end of the night when I don't want to be around. I'm tired. I've got to get up. It's like, hey, i got to run to the bathroom. And people say, okay, and they assume I'll be right back. I just don't tell them that the bathroom's in my hotel room. <laughs> so I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm just going true. potty privately. Um, I, you know, it's always great to see people. Um, the things I, I really think of the must-dos are actually in the preparation part of it, Kirby. Mm. It's, you know, I've started, you know, about a week and a half ago – uh, chewing some elderberry gummies. I got my right. flu shot a couple of weeks ago. Um, I I uh, take a couple of emergencies every day, you know, trying to boost my immune system. And I'm trying to get a lot of sleep because I know it's difficult to sleep out there. Yeah. So I, to me, those are the must-dos uh, leading up to Vegas. What about you? You know, it's the, the one that you mentioned is ghosting. I'm always like, that is something that I really try to work on too. But then I realized that you're, well, you're not ninjas. The people we're ghosting are drunk. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I just say I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll just, generally, I just walk away. And if I'm yeah. asked, say, I'm just going to go use the restroom. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, and I don't, you know, and nobody likes goodbyes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for me, you know this. This week, this year is going to be a quick trip for me. Yeah, you're turning it around quick. Yeah, so I'm coming out Saturday, leaving uh, Tuesday night. Um, just because the following week for me is the Tom show, so I'm trying to <laughs> schedule a day or two in the office at some point in January. Um, but uh, for me, the must dos are the Promo Kitchen mixer. Yeah, um, that's one that I I look forward to. It's actually probably the my number one. Um, yeah. because it is the place where I, you know, you get to shake hands, give hugs, yeah. uh, and just kind of reconnect at least briefly in a very loud and fun environment. Um, and kind of that group, the group that tends to go to that are mm-hmm. the people that remind me of what is best about our industry. Yeah. Um, so that's one. And then you and I tend to do, sneak away for a dinner at one point or another. Yeah, and, and we will. Yeah, and that's yeah, a must do for me. Yeah, and I'm looking forward. You know, it is a different expo for me because I'm, as I wrote in my blog this week, I'm really kind of trying to step back of a lot of the volunteering I've done. Yes, um, which has been wonderful for me, and, and I and I love volunteering, but I find myself um, as I wrote in my blog, I, I'm burnt out a little bit, and yeah. so I'm kind of a shitty volunteer right now <laughs> because I get easily annoyed, I get frustrated, and and I'm I'm not adding the value I want. So this will be my last promo kitchen uh, mixer as a chef. Um, I'm uh, stepping away from that, which, you know, it's such a great organization, but it's time for new voices. Yeah. It's absolutely time for new voices. And so that'll be bittersweet. I, I'll, I'll do that. So, yeah, the Mixer's a great one. Mixer's a great one. You know what else is great, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'll be our good time, awesome player men over at Tervis. That's okay. right. They've got that stainless line. They added it to their established line about two, two and a half years ago. And the goal, I wanted to be better than the competition by utilizing state-of-the-art custom 360-degree UV printing. They're available in four sizes. Your 12-ounce, your 20-ounce, your 30-ounce, and that 24-ounce water bottle, very popular. It's got a five-year warranty. It's copper-lined, vacuum 
vacuum insulated. Eight hours hot, 24 hours cold, and it's got that great Tervis brand name your customers are absolutely going to love. So if you want to learn more, go ahead and head over to servicepromos.com. You can see their entire line, and you can see all the great things they're doing with decoration. I love it. Absolutely some great product there. All right, Kirby, so it's my turn, yes? Yes, bring it. Well, since you kind of took away one of my <laughs> topics, and I'm going to scratch that out in a very aggressive manner. Um, okay, so I don't know if you know this. Okay. Coca-Cola, and I I don't love I, I love soft drinks, but I don't drink them like I used to because I'm getting fat. Um, Coca-Cola had a subscription box service for swag and special drinks. Did you see this? I did not. All right. So it was limited to 1,000 spots, and I'm bummed to say I did not get one of the spots. I'm on the waiting list. Okay. So it's six months starting in January. Um, it's three new beverages, most of them before they hit the shelves. So each box will contain... Little samples of beverages. Hmm. So, and, and quote, exciting surprises and swag. Nice, okay. Hate that word. And then, it, so it's $10 a month. So it's six months. So it's $10 mm-hmm. a month or 50 bucks for the whole thing up front. So you save 10 bucks. Okay. How do you feel? I, I The subscription box servicing is really, I would almost say it's not maturing, but it's really hitting kind of its apex right now it's very popular it's just for about every every possible thing how are you utilizing that as a distributor or are you even so i have not and if i'm being candid i think the coke uh, cola thing is super interesting and i think it's a way that i don't know for whatever reason it reminds me of sort of a a craft beer sort of model that all of a sudden they're yeah. going to start experimenting with new flavors and it's a great way for them to get passionate fans to give them feedback in advance of a made major release so that part's really interesting yeah and and the idea that people are paying for that opportunity and paying for not not only the opportunity for product but also to become a an advocate with uh, amazing and high level premium swag i think mm-hmm. is um also genius yeah you know, back to the distributor piece yeah i've gone back and forth on that a bunch mm-hmm. um I haven't gotten my head around how I can do it in a way that I'm charging for and yeah. feel good about it. Um, not, not to say that you can't. I just haven't figured that out myself. Yeah. I will say that we have done – we just called them basically box mailers. We did those quarterly for a while where it was – we partnered with some of our best suppliers. Yeah. We got um, – X, Y, you know, uh, maybe call it 100 uh, self-promos. We filled the box with self-promos we, and then mailed those to some of our top clients. Mm-hmm. We had success on that, but it, st- it was one of those where it started really high, the success, and right. it started to wane, and so we backed off. Um, I still think there's value in doing that, um, but I haven't re-implemented yeah. it yet. So, so what do you think? I've given it some thought because I do think it's kind of a genius thing. And, and, and so to me, it's kind of a hybrid of what you were talking about and what, where my head's at. So I love the idea of the subscription box service because I think you can get products in the hands of people who can make decisions. To me, I would do it on a very limited basis, kind of like what Coca-Cola did. I would pick and choose the people I would approach about it in my client base, and i limit it to 10, maybe 15. Hmm. I do it once a quarter. Okay. I do it once a quarter, okay. and I'd figure that if they subscribed to it, and let's say it's they, it costs you, let's say four, twenty-five bucks, it costs you out of your pocket twenty-five bucks. You charge them forty, so you make you don't make money, but you're covering your costs, and you you let them know. So they're paying let's say twenty-five bucks per box, or they're paying forty bucks a box, so one hundred and sixty dollars a year for this that you would give them. 
a $200 credit on any future order as a subscriber because hmm. you could find the margin there to kind of cover that. And I think what you do is exactly what you said. You start creating advocates for, in this case, I'm not so sure you're creating advocates for your brand as much because you wouldn't want the Hossaman marketing logo on it. But you're creating advocates for the powerful and effective use of promotional products. Hmm. And as long as you're covering your costs, um, both both financial and then the resources needed to put it together and mailing it out or you know dropping it off, whatever that is, I do think there's something there. Now, obviously, I... <coughs> Sorry, we need to you would need to flesh that out, um, but I think there's something there that's really, really um, valuable. So you got my wheels turning. I like this. So in the items that would go in there, would it be branded with their information? You mentioned it wouldn't be with ours. No. What What, what do you envision? Um, well, I, I think you could do it with yours. Ideally, you do it with the clients, but I think now you start getting into setup fees and a lot right. of things that get expensive. I think, actually, if you could do a themed box, so you right. could do a, a fun logo that said Spring 2020 or mm-hmm. Summer 2020 with a logo on it and maybe a little HMC in the corner or something like that, but something that is not ostentatious, something that right. doesn't just scream Hossaman, but this is a promotional product that... And and what and it, that does two things. Number one, it's a generic logo. They can see the imprint. They right. can see the size of it, the quality of it, so on and so forth. Second of all, it helps you when they look at this. Hey, I got this thing for you. It says Spring 2020 on it. Mm-hmm. So it helps you identify what they're what they're talking about. Right. Exactly. So to me, there's a couple uh, advantages to it. And again, it's kind of a thank you. Maybe oh, maybe you totally. get to a point you don't even charge them for it. Yeah, say, no, I no. want you to be part of this. You're a test pilot. Maybe it's five or ten. We want to send these to you, every, you know, once, three times a year, four times a year. We want to send these to you so you can see the latest and greatest promotional products. And then what I'd love to do is after, you know, about a week or so after you've received it, I'd love to set some time with you and go through the box and some of the ideas I have that might be applicable mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Again, any opportunity from a sales perspective you can get in front of your client and not just ask, so I want to see how things are going. Yeah. Is a good thing, and I, I love the subscription box service because who doesn't like receiving dimensional mail that's yes. got free crap in it? Yeah, no, I actually, um, no, I really like it. You got, like I say, you've got my wheels turning. It's something we sort of did in the past. You can yeah. always get better and evolve, but I like the idea. I think one of the things we've moved to, and you've seen it, right, with our T-shirts and some of yep. our other, is that we're doing things with a message on it, and yep. our branding is someplace else. It's on there. Yep. But it's yeah. not, as you use the word, ostentatious. Yeah. Um, my other takeaway is that you don't like the word swag, but you're yeah. good with free crap. That's fascinating. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> don't, don't, you're asking a lot of questions. But where you could, I think, do with the packaging is like the actual box, I would think it would have Hossman all over it. Sure, sure. The box Absolutely. would. And, and, and I didn't mean free crap. You're, I hate you, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the damn shame when I listen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next topic. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so let's talk mentorship. Um, okay. We actually mentioned Promo Kitchen just a little bit ago, but I actually yep. saw an article on LinkedIn this week where it talked about that uh, men so, – so I guess my I'm going to throw it out here and say, should mentorship be gender blind or – um, should men seek out female mentors and vice versa? Should the, the 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 sort of trending topic on LinkedIn was that men should start to seek out female 
uh, mentors because there's there's an issue that there aren't enough female to female mentors and that was sort of the topic of the article but then it posed the question of whether or not men should seek out female mentorship and I it, it made me stop right it made yeah. me go huh um, because I actually have you know Amy and some other strong females in my in sure. my life that that are and have been sort of mentors at times but I was like huh I I don't think about that but maybe I should so what do you have a, an opinion on this uh, I, I do and it's probably the wrong one <laughs> it probably is because I'm not I'm not a woman so right. it's hard to to me I've never thought about it um, and, and so you could look at that one of two ways one of course he hasn't he's a male chauvinist pig and he's never given that any consideration at all my perspective is the other side of I just haven't thought about it because I've had mentors who uh, were female. I've had mentors that were male, and I've never considered gender as part of the equation. To be honest with you, I've, I've never. I mean, to me, that's such a bizarre perspective. Um, I, I would, you know, I, I could name people who not in this industry. Maybe actually I could in this industry, but people who have mentored me for, who are females and people who mentored me that were males. Um, so to me, it's kind of a bizarre, it's almost a hypersensitive thing. I mean, are we that sensitive about gender bias that we need to focus on this? And, may, and that's where I say, I'm not qualified to answer. Maybe we do well, need to, to look at this. But it just, honestly, it feels weird to me to even think about it. To yeah, me, it's a gender-neutral so, discussion. Yeah, see, I don't think it's a gender-neutral discussion. And that's why it stopped me, I think, because I, because I had not thought of it before. Yeah. Is, is why I think it's a valuable conversation to have because because the reality of it is we went through, and I'll just speak in our community, in Coshocton, sure. um, we, there was a time when I was looking around the entrepreneurship landscape, it was 100% white male, right? Yeah, oh, of course. And But I will say that I, I have noticed, because I've been paying attention to it, that that has shifted. There is a much more stronger female presence and leadership in our community, and I think the community is better for it. I'm not just saying that from a political discussion. So yeah. what I would say is when I saw this, I was like, huh, maybe I should be seeking out that because the reality of it is it's about perspective, right? It's about the idea of, okay, regardless of gender, I should be looking for different perspectives. Whether but aren't perspective you doing that color. anyway? I guess that's what I'm saying. Aren't you doing that anyway? I mean, when I've sought out mentors or someone to help answer a question, I go to the best person. Right. I don't care if they're male, female, mm. transgender, yeah. uh, purple, green, gold. I don't care. I want yeah. the best information I have access to. So that might be Mark Graham on some level, and it might be Catherine Graham on a different level. No, that's might, so I, I've never, ever looked at it as, well, it's got to be a female perspective. Now, there are times I want a female perspective, right. but right. that's not mentoring. That's more of, I just want your perspective on this. I, when it's come to a mentor me, hey, I need you to help with me. With mm. When I think of the term mentoring, Kirby, yeah, I think of a long-term, a, a, a medium to long-term relationship where there's a specific objective in mind and a big picture process. To me, that is gender neutral. I just don't understand it. And maybe that's just my reptilian male brain. I have no idea. <laughs> no, and i, I be honest with you, I, I've gone sort of back and forth on this. As I've, and again, as is the case with this podcast, I've had 24 hours to digest this. You're just getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, okay, it doesn't mean I have to have a female mentor. 
But the idea that I should go, okay, am I considering every option or am I going to my default that is my, and, and I'm speaking to, of myself, not you, mm-hmm. but my own laziness yeah. because I'm going to the pool that I always go to, does it open my mind to go, wait, is there a better option? And, well, that's, and I, that's the way I sort of viewed it. I think you hit on something. You do want to broaden the pool, right. okay? Right. But again, it doesn't, again, I think you always want the best person for the, yep. the conversation. I like so, it. Um, so, Kirby, I'm bringing something up. We talked about it beforehand. I said, you said, I told you not to. I'm going to anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we may or may not share this. We're doing a test right now. Um, of We are going to start videoing the podcast. Right. And I don't know what context you're going to bring that up in. We're, we're videoing right now. I don't know if we're going to use it this week. If not this week, then it's going to be two weeks from this week. Correct. Um, why, why did you – so I approached you about it. I was pretty passionate about it. What did you think when I approached you about videoing the podcast? I think it's the logical next step from this piece of content. I think it's a place where you're seeing YouTube go. And so – at the moment you said it, I was yeah. like, absolutely. I mean, I think Joe Rogan is a huge That's the piece. one I mentioned. Yeah, yeah I there, think there's, that's the there's, But there's others. There's tons of other podcasts uh-huh. that are. And what I like about what Joe Rogan does is that he takes it in bits, like topical. Like, yeah. He has a four-hour podcast, and then he'll take it, whatever. Yeah. So the reason I was going to bring it up was simply that, you know, this might not work. No, it might be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the I camera think... right now. Is this a disaster, people? Is this bad? <laughs> But I think that's how uh, sort of progress, sort of Mm -hmm. innovation, that sort of thing happens. And I think that where we get into trouble is the unwillingness to make ourselves look stupid. And we have to be willing to be the toddler that is willing to stumble in order to make that progress. Because that's how all progress happens. Right. I think so many times, and we talked about it earlier about Nick, is that all of a sudden he bursts onto the scene for a lot of people and is like, man, he's great at this. Yeah. Well, my guess is, and I have not talked to Nick about this, that his first five or six, he, he looks back at those and goes, oh, dear God, what was I right. doing about this and this? And that's how it was with this podcast. And that's oh, yeah. how it was with um, you know, so many pieces of content. Sure. And so to me, the lesson in this is that we're willing to continue to... I don't know. Innovate's a strong word, but the but continue to experiment, maybe. Right, right. And I'm sure if, if, I think we'll continue to video this and, and yep. release it both on YouTube and the the platforms we always have where you where you listen to the podcast uh, at Promo Corner yep. or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, blah blah blah. But I'm sure it'll evolve. Like I'm sure we won't see your your janky vertical blinds at some point. <laughs> You're going to want some sort of background back there. <laughs> But you said you wanted it to look different than Delivering Marketing Joy. I have a promo corner thing, but I was like, no, it should look different. So I didn't. Yeah, I'm thinking I was wrong on that. (laughs) All right. So we are now at the time of the podcast where we talk about the promo person of the week. It's dedicated to highlight that one person, not two, not four, well, sometimes two. Uh, But the one person who is in the promo industry, age, gender, affiliation, doesn't matter. But the one person who's grabbing our attention this week, Kirby, it's you. Kirby, who is your promo person of the week? So really quickly, can I just tell you, I have completely lost track of whether I know. Whether you ask not, me every week. Uh, who has promo person yes. of the week and who has best thing ever? So yep. every week at this point, I just do both. So yeah, I'm good. covered either way. Good. So um, Hey, I'm, it makes up for all the work I used to do when we used to do rapid fire. Yeah. Because it used to that was that was so much preparation to do. Yeah. That. So no, it's not it's it's a good thing. And I'm actually yep. excited because I was thinking it was your week, and I'm uh-huh. excited to give this 
mentioned this week. Uh, the promo person of the week is someone who has served uh, PPAI. They've been all. They've been on ASI. They've been an in, mm-hmm. in, in industry, you know, titan uh, from a voice perspective, huh? and they created the online 18. This week, my promo person of the week is Dale Denham because, you know, we talk about it all the time. I totally understand why he doesn't put himself on the list. I mean, heck, you felt compelled to mention, hey, I had nothing in this, even though it's on Promo Corner, because it just feels like a conflict. But the reality of it is the person who's the most powerful on any list is the person who gets to create the list. And Dale Denham calls people out. I will tell you, when this list came out the first year, I, there were a ton of people on this list that I didn't know, and I was so excited to connect with them because they were people who were sort of like-minded and they were yep. doing things like. And so Dale is the person who makes that happen. So Dale Denham, for sure, this week especially, is my promo person of the week. Um, absolutely love Dan Durham. He is such a great guy. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, love Dale. Um, and you know, and I think he, he he'll put off a vibe of hey, I do this, and and I'm kind of disassociated from it. Um, but I do think it kind of he really puts uh, personality in this, and he really puts hardcore thought in this. We mentioned that at the top of the broadcast. He does a great job with it. I was always honored to be on it. Yeah. I remember the first year I was on it, maybe three four years ago. I'm like, wow, really. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> and we agree. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm still an idiot, right? Um, but and I remember last year when I was named number one, it was like, really? Why? I don't feel like I do anything special to deserve that. Um, but just to be on the list is, is really cool. And just the fact that he puts himself out there and says, this is what I think. Yeah. You know, we talk about putting yourself out there kind of in a dangerous way. Um, and I love that we do this. I love yes. that he does that. So Dale Denham, uh, not Dale Durham or Don Durham. Dale Denham, you are the promotional uh, person of the week. We will give you your virtual high fives next week at PPAI Expo. Okay, Kirby. So we are at the part now of best ever, and I thought it was really, really incumbent upon us to answer this question. I want you to answer this question, and I want you to get dangerous here. Are you going to be okay. get dangerous, or are you going to go safe? I'll probably go safe, but sure. Go ahead. The best trade show you've ever attended. Okay. Um, the best trade show I've ever attended. Okay, I will give you and Don't that. suck up. I'm not going to. It is uh, – so March – of 2003, 2002, okay. something like that, I attended the ASI show in Vegas. Okay. Up until that I moment. I remember that. I was I'd, at that show. Yeah, I was only at regional shows, and mm-hmm. I had actually won a, competi- a sales competition for mm-hmm. calendar sales or something. And so I, it was, it was, I was brand new to sales. Mm-hmm. And um, so this was like, I'd been to a few nice, nice regional shows, and I'd never been to Las Vegas. And right. I'd never been to a show of that magnitude. And I remember walking around awe-inspired, not yep. only at the size of the show, but of the size of Vegas. And I, I looked around and was like, oh, this is for real. This is this is where I need to be. And so I, I'll be honest. I, oh, and I, it, it's funny. In that one, I, this just popped into my head. I saw Education from Cliff Quicksell in yep. that one. I mean, like, there were so many pieces of that trade show that still stick with me to this day. So that's the one that popped into my head. Okay. Great answer. And I think that's that's kind of what I was looking for. Because easy one to say, well, it's PPI Expo. How could I pick a – how could I how could I, how could I I pick you know, one? 
Here's what I, I thought of. I had the good fortune of going to uh, CES about 10 years ago, the Consumer Electronics Show. Mm. And for someone who's a dork like me and who loves new technology and loves new gadgets and things like that, I got to tell you, you talk about our trade show, you know, PPA Expo was super huge, super overwhelming. Um, and well done. Love that trade show. But of CES course. takes it to a ridiculous level. And you get to see things as people want them to be. Uh, you get to see technology that's really never going to make it out into the public. Mm. And it's so much fun to walk through there. And it's you, know, you talk, think about the biggest booths. Um, you think about the biggest booths in our trade show. The ones that at CES, 10 times that. <laughs> that's it's hard to imagine really it's hard to imagine yeah so that's uh no that's a really good one um i have not been to ces but i know a bunch of people you of course but other people have gone to that and they say it's it's unbelievable yeah all right very cool all right so kirby this is where we got to thank our good folks uh, over at common skew again uh, they built that platform it's for distributors by distributors there's no better platform to run your distributor business than CommonSkew. So from ideation to invoicing, CommonSkew is going to keep your team connected at every stage of the sales process and workflow. So if you want to learn more, head over to commonskew.com slash unscripted. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, as always a pleasure. We will see you very shortly in Vegas. Looking forward to it. Oh, real quick. Hey, we're not signing off yet. (coughs) If you want to see a live recording of Unscripted next week and you're at PPI Expo, head over to booth 5811. That's the promo corner booth. Um, You can learn about Promo Plus. You can see everybody there. But we're going to record Unscripted at 1130 Pacific Time Tuesday morning at booth 5811. So there's an awkward plug at the end of the podcast. Way to go. Bye. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.